Mike Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Ken, and I am joined by Daniel, who's from Sweden. And it's just the two of us this week. Uh, the other guys are, three of them are out in Nashville at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. And uh, I guess if you're in the area, you can still get go to that. That's going to be going on on uh, Saturday uh, this weekend, so... You know, if you can get out there and you can check out all the podcasts, you can meet our guys, Julian, uh, Marcus and, uh, and Lonnie are going to be there. So, uh, that should be pretty fun. And then there's a bunch of other, you know, podcasters out there from the other ones we know, you know, uh, podcast rock city and decibel geeks, uh, and so on. There's just the best of the best, I guess you could say (laughs) there, uh, all right, uh, so we have some news, uh, not much news going on in the KISS world right now. Um, still, the, a lot of the talk is you know, about the Vinnie Vincent uh, hopefully appearing um, at that uh, expo in Atlanta in January of 2018. And uh, I, I bought a ticket. Um, cool. So I'm hoping... <laughs> You know, I know yeah, Julian did, and Lonnie has too. So I'm hoping to, you know, meet him if possible. Uh, if nothing, you know, falls apart there. Um, what do you think? Well, well, he did a tour of Europe, if you remember, uh, an expo tour yes. back in I think it was '95, '96, somewhere around there. And uh, I just read up on that because I was a member of Firehouse Magazine oh, and yeah, Strike, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. and they then they, they wrote a lot about that, and it was a total disaster. I mean, he was good for some shows, but after a while, he started to have these huge demands on security, and he was paranoid, and his wig uh, st- started <laughs> so falling off. I never knew he had a wig. I, I, I think he had some good wigs. I yeah. didn't see it, oh. but uh, and suddenly he just left. He left the tour and the final shows they did without him. Just, so I'm not really sure he will show up. I don't think he has. I don't think he has become, you know, better in the last what is it, 20 years or something. Uh, he has stayed yeah. out of the limelight, and i'm not i'm not sure he will go through with this i hope he will but um (laughs) he's just a strange guy you know well a great musician yeah yeah i mean i've never met him i've heard stories and things uh so i can't i can't judge by not knowing the guy i just by a few circumstances and things some things he's done of course uh uh then there's other people where he's you know perfectly fine and you know very talkative and and so on so i hear i hear both sides and so i I maybe 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 he can do it for one show he can be talkative and social in atlanta but if you have to do a lot of them i don't think he will a stretch of them may not be good i think the only kind of stretch 
that he can handle it would be like uh, uh you know in concert kind of tour where he's just doing his thing uh playing yeah. guitar and that sort of thing but yeah. you know yeah, i don't know if we'll ever see that Mike, again that's great jacket otherwise you know, that guy he seems like a strange dude <laughs> with that talent yes it's so unfortunate sometimes. he didn't do more in the last 20 years so unfortunate and sometimes i don't want to call him a, a genius or anything but you know he's pretty darn good on the guitar and um and usually mm -hmm. if you have that um you know certain people that have that genius kind of thing maybe he's not genius again i'm not going to say he's a genius but uh, you have very talented in certain areas. You, you you tend to be a little different sometimes than other. I don't, people. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know one or two geniuses yourself? I mean, I know one or two borderline geniuses mm. here back home, and they are pretty hard to <laughs> to be around when you don't talk about the things they want to talk about. So right. so they like have all their focus on one thing and can't handle other stuff. It's like something, you know, you have this big brain, but something <laughs> is missing on the other side because you have this big brain. <laughs> yeah, this one side so, took so over the other. Typical yeah. of geniuses. Uh, I think it's it's a pattern that you can see. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Ingve Malmsteen is another guitar hero. No one can work with him. Right, right. Swedish. So, I don't know if people could work with Mozart. You know, I I don't yeah. know. You know, same kind of thing. Um, all right so otherwise in the news we have uh like i said the the nashville thing going on um and you know kiss has been doing these one-off shows here and there uh casino that kind of stuff not much there um otherwise uh today um it's gene simmons birthday and uh so i gotta want to wish uh, gene simmons happy birthday i think he's i want to say he's turned 68 I think it's. Yep, it was born in '49, so that's uh, that, that's correct. Okay, and uh, so, what are your thoughts? I mean, we'll just go quick here. What are your thoughts, or you know, about Gene? You know, anything about? What do you think about him in general? Well, zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag viel Glück. Zum Geburtstag, liebe Jean. Zum Geburtstag, viel Glück. I have to sing a little bit for yes. him first. Okay, so, um, well, Jean, uh, what can you say about him that haven't been said? Um, live, I think he still got it. Yeah. He's a bit lethargic, oh. but it kind of suits his character on stage, you know. He just have to lift his knees Lumbering a little around. bit high, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have to move around a lot, and he, and he can still sing. He still and singing. he got he got the moves. He um, he can uh, talk with the crowd and get the crowd reactions. So I still like him live. He never did the splits like Paul. He never <laughs> did the roundhouse no. kicks, you know. No, no, no. So. so he, he has he's like um, i still like him live um personally in his personal life i mean his uh going for the money i don't know over there in america it seems like well here's a real nice guy he's got 30 million in the bank and that's like 
something good. And this guy is even a nicer guy. He has 40 million in the bank. That's not the way it is over here in Scandinavia. <laughs> okay. We don't like to brag about our money. We sure. never talk money and what people earn. We can. It doesn't really matter as long right. as you're a good guy. But over there, it seems as if you want to show off how much money you have. And Gene is one of those guys. It seems as if his goal in life is to earn as much as possible. Yeah. And he thinks that's good. That's a good thing, but, but I can't really see it. I would like to see him more like focus on uh, things that I think is important. You know, his his mother was a Holocaust survivor. Oh, yeah. He could do more about that. He could focus on that instead of releasing silly toys and uh, and stuff like that. And also I would like to see him focus more on uh, the music because that's oh, the yeah. core of who that's he the... And that's why I like the solo tour he's doing. Yeah. Even though I would like more, I would like him to do it more like he did a couple of years ago when he did that South American tour, you know, like rock stars oh, yeah. Of, yeah. of America. He was kind of more like into it. He, he was more like a rock and roll. He looked more like, you know, revenge era Gene. Now yes. it's like more like Paul McCartney or someone. He's just not doing that much on stage. Even though he's singing great. The band sounds great, and I would love to see it, but I guess it won't be coming over to Sweden anytime soon. You never know. You never know. You could you, you know, do something. Um, uh, you know. So, you know, if someone says, well, come over here and play t 10 shows, and you get this amount of money. Okay, oh, I'll sure. Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At why? Yeah. So he canceled the show here that Julian and I were going to go to in Southern California, unfortunately. But uh, Julian's going to see him in, I must say it was Edmonton, I think. Um, so he's going to fly and, and go check him out. I'm hoping uh, Gene just somehow, when you know, there's time, that he uh, you know, does some more shows and comes out in California here again. And, and uh, you know... He, from the beginning, he was my favorite member of Kiss, because I, I got into that kind of uh, evil. You, know, you, you were into Kiss. You were in, into Kiss in the seventies. I guess Gene was the main guy. Late seventies. He when, was. Yeah. He, he was the face of Kiss, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. When and, I got into Kiss in the mid eighties, it was Paul. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. And so, but I gravitated towards that kind of the bat. You know. Uh, Demon, you know, Dracula, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, I liked Batman, so bats, I mean, it's just I see all... that in the background. You have some Batman Yeah, I'm a big Batman fan. So it, it, I just kind of gravitated. I thought maybe I have an infatuation with bats or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so he was always my favorite. And I, and I, I liked his songs. I really, you know... Paul's a great songwriter. I thought Gene was a great songwriter in his own right. Uh, when he puts his mind to it, he can really crank out a good song. Um, we'll get if you that in a if few he's minutes. in a hurry, yeah. If he's in a hurry like he was in the '80s, you know, he, it's yeah. going to get a little sloppy there, unfortunately. Um, but I like him in general. I think he has a good heart. And he's a good guy. Um, yes, he's money, money, money. Give me more money if he can get it. Um, that's fine, but I agree with you that, uh, yeah, I'd like him to focus on the music. I, I wouldn't mind him doing a, a you know, if Kiss is not going to do an album, then he needs to do a solo album. Just do it 
and make it a consistent solo album, whether it's rock, whether it's Beatle-like. I don't think he's able whatever. to do that. Well, I know if he can get a producer to, uh, yeah. you know, say, hey, you, you got to keep it kind of, kind of one style here and don't go too far off course like, you know, when you wish upon the but star he's, again. He's such, a, he's such an eclectic guy, you know. Yeah. Everything from the Beatles and what was the song he released as a single from Asshole, you know, that... Uh, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I know. It was a remake of... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking out, uh, too. I don't even... What the hell was it called? It was big over here. Yeah. Firestarter. Yeah, Firestarter. Firestarter, yeah. Like, so... Completely different. So, I don't know... <clears throat> He's fairly once said that... Uh, uh, Ace said that I'm kind of lazy. I don't work all the time, but I know the difference between a good song and a bad song. So sure. if I don't work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then on Thursday I find like, ah, oh, this is a good song, and I make that. Gene has no clue. He makes a <laughs> hundred songs a week, yeah. and he yeah. doesn't. He can't tell a good song from a bad song. And I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. He's just putting everything out there. Exactly, and he's gonna get you know release. Workaholic. He's, yeah, he's work definitely a workaholic. I gotta give him props for that, you know. Definitely. He doesn't stop working. Uh he he'll throw everything up against, you know, the wall and, and see what sticks kind of thing. Um the only other thing about Gene is uh, I know he's had he has his uh box set coming. Uh finally, yeah, I think. Uh, I hear it's gonna be I hear it's gonna be out by the end of the year. Um to me, I, he should re, like release it on Halloween. To me, I just think they should do it then. Good but, yeah. um, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. I know there'll be some gems in there. Probably, yeah, probably be some stinkers too. But uh, you know, uh, any new kind of Kiss music is that I think I haven't heard is a good there. thing. We're, both you and me can have often spoken about the importance of new Kiss music. Yes, you know? yes. Releasing new stuff. That's what keep things going, and I think that was was uh, that was one of the most important things back in, in back in 2009 when they released Sonic Boom. There was yeah. a surge among old Kiss fans gravitating against the band again. Yes. Uh, sort of, they have forgotten them for a few years, but they release new music, and I don't think Kiss understands really how important it is. To make new music in order to, um, you know, be viewed as a current band that you mm -hmm. exist. You're not simply a nostalgia act. You're you're a current band. And uh, I think uh, Paul has said some things in the past that seems to seem to to you know it's not impossible. I think it might happen. Yeah. A final album or two. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, otherwise, um, besides Gene's birthday, nothing else. Um, so this week, um, topic wise, I went on the board and, and asked for some suggestions from, uh, you guys, the board members out there, um, about, you know, what we'd like to hear us talk about. Um, the underwear. There's the, yeah, there was one something I said, no, Perhaps. Not, not underwear. We're not going to talk about jeans underwear. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, man. I'm not going to go there. Um, but there are some other good ones that I pulled out of there. And uh, also Daniel has, I don't know if he pulled some out of there too, 
or if he uh, he has some of his own list of items too. Uh, I just went through the the ten latest pages of the the board and ten picked pages. out my wow. yeah. Yeah, I needed ten pages to find ten subjects that's that a, I wanted to discuss. It's kind of like it's kind of like when yeah, Gene's songs. You know, you go through ten yeah. songs and you find that you know the gem in there. <laughs> it works. Credit to the guys that that came up with the subjects. Yeah. So I'll I'll let you start off with your first uh, topic uh, that you'd like okay. to talk about. And we're going to try to go over these quickly and not try to drag them on too long. Okay. Uh, I just, um, I'll start with a subject that I always uh, wondered about. This is, isn't from the board, but uh, okay. uh, who would you like to see on the KISS FAQ as a guest? Your dream guest, Ken. You're the voice of reason. Let's hear it. <laughs> Well, I'd love to see... Uh, of course you could see Paul and Jean, but, you know, okay. something actually c could happen. Uh, oh, something actually could happen. Okay. Um, I wouldn't mind having Michael James Jackson on here. Um, I know he's been boring the news lately, with, and he's going to be at the Kiss Cruise. Uh, I'd love to have him on here where we could, you know, talk to him about um, that era, with, you know, killers and creatures and, and lick it up um, I think that'd be you know some fascinating and great insider stuff that we might learn uh, you know we learn some new things about that period and I, I think that'd be a good uh, good guest yeah that's great pick. that's a great pick but we should have him on before the the crew <laughs> yeah well I told Julian to try to get him on so yeah yeah good one um, I'd go a few steps down because that's kind of difficult. Yeah. But something that I haven't seen, you know, in the mid '90s when you were starving for Kiss news, you, uh, at least I was a member of a lot of fan clubs, and there were a few guys around that m wrote a whole lot of good news articles and um, mm -hmm. worked their butts off. And I haven't seen any interviews with them. I would like to see an interview with a guy that run he ran uh, the Firehouse magazine. I think it was from Canada, Ron Rock Ruxburg or something. Yeah, yeah. I have never heard anything from that guy, and he produced like he was. It was my Bible at the time, you know. <laughs> right. I was I was 16 something, and I waited for that magazine. I uh, got it from Canada, and when it came, it was like ooh, you know. Yeah. You were waiting for that magazine, and it was great. It was always great magazine he put a lot of effort into that one and i've never really heard him in any interview or anything and to see him um, you know talk to him in a podcast and you know he met the members of the band and he traveled everywhere around the world and followed the band when they were yeah. not so popular you know yeah. you know late 80s early 90s and the other guy is that uh, Italian guy who <clears throat> he ran a magazine called Strike Magazine. Okay, yeah, I remember that one. Nico, Nico Cicerone or something. <laughs> you know, it's an Italian name. Uh, sure. Pardon for the pronunciation. I don't know how, how it's, it's supposed to be said. And he was even worse. He, he, he everywhere around the world, he followed the band. I mean, 
in several cities around Europe and uh, also in America and had great photos and um, great magazine. Have you ever read the Strike magazine? No. I think I had one or two of those, uh, though I subscribed, like you said, the Firehouse, and I and I was on. Uh, I know I had Kissaholics. That was another yeah. one. I think that was mm -hmm. that one. I think was Peter. I want to say it's Peter Arquette on that one. Okay, maybe. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, because back then it was just when before the internet started to you know. You know, yeah, we were looking old... for some some news. There was no more uh, circus yeah. magazine, hit no, parader, no. rip magazine, nothing. Uh, so yeah, no. I, I was if there was something that they were writing new stuff about Kiss uh, in magazine or and these are small books like you know they're they're fan made um, yeah. things. But, yeah. but pretty professional. I mean, oh yeah, they... definitely. They're pretty, they're pretty good, and I still have some Firehouse magazines and Strikes magazines in my bathroom, you know, when, Just, <laughs> when yeah, All right. you flick through them when you do something we else. Won't, we won't go there. We won't get, but, yeah. get into that, but, yeah. but I think uh, I love reading, you know, the Reader's Poll and Strike magazine, you know. Exactly. Favorite tracks back in 95, pretty interesting to see. Unholy, like, in third place. Okay, wow. Ju yeah. Juice and Detroit Rock City, and you have... 700 people who vote so right. uh, it, it's like a document of that time i think it's very interesting and i would love to see those guys on any podcast it hasn't we don't we don't have to have them but in any podcast i would watch I think it it'd be interesting so just that time frame when kiss wasn't at a height yeah these guys were the guys that got into it Met the band, traveled the world, and uh, have uh, all the facts. But yeah. uh, I'm, I haven't heard from either Nico or Ron since mm -hmm. the days uh, of, of, of the fan fan magazine. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a good that's a good pick, um, and uh, that's a good subject that you you brought up there. So that's a. I never thought I never even thought about that that we could yeah talking to those type of people that would probably have there'd probably be some interesting stories uh, definitely. definitely definitely about that all right so I'm gonna give you my first topic uh, my first topic uh, and a few people I want to say three or four people that <laughs> mentioned they wanted to hear about uh, you know the Wendy O Williams solo album the wow you know yeah, um, that was on there, and I thought, well, yeah, and I, I told one guy that we, you know, we did an episode, I was like 56 or something on that. Um, Very popular episode. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and uh, hey, I, I love that album, so we can talk quickly about that. Um, one of the questions was about, were they all demos uh, that appeared on that album, and um, <laughs> was Paul... Was Paul pissed at Gene because he took that some of the songs in? And, and you know, I don't know if he was pissed. He's probably pissed that more pissed that he's trying to you know do the acting stuff. Um, as far as the album, I I'm thinking at least three of the songs were original demos. You know, the the music part with the vocals removed. Uh, and I think it's probably it's my life was probably yeah. a demo. Uh, or recording and then uh, legends never die I believe and ain't none of your business those are the three I'm believing 
that were there because Legend of Die says that Vinnie Vincent plays guitar, lead guitar on that one, and that Eric Carr is on drums. Uh, <laughs> Eric Carr, Eric Carr has said that um, uh, that he did not go into the studio to record anything on that. So that so that makes me think that yeah, Gene grabbed it and brought it over and then they put Wendy's vocals on it. So that, that helped speed up the process there. Uh, and then they recorded some other, you know, some of the new, newer stuff. But that album is fantastic. And what he did it too is if it, they are demos and then they recorded new music, that all sounds good. It's, it sounds level. It doesn't sound, you know, guitar tone wise and, and drums. It sounds, everything sounds pretty much in line with each other. Uh, it all fits together. I love the album. Uh, I always thought it was kind of a lost Kiss album that could have been. Um, and we're so sad about them, Wendy, and how way how, how things ended for her. Yeah. So that you know. So my thoughts on that. I mean, again, you guys can watch episode. I think, like I said, I think it's fifty-six. Uh, where it's we, all covered in there. We covered it all. But uh, yeah, you had that guy. What was the guy that was on that episode? He he, he he's very that. into it. Uh, uh, um, you know, he's goes by the people's elbow. I think is this uh, board member name. I can't I can't remember the. Uh, his he name knows right like off, everything about right this. We haven't had him on here. As, I don't know since then, or we had him a couple of times, and then that was it. Uh, so I, maybe he'll be back sometime if he wants. That's fine. That'd be cool. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Wendy's album? Just quickly. Uh, quickly, I'd say that I, I'm. I think that guy that said on the board that Paul was pissed. I think Paul was kind of pissed. I think Gene did this without telling Paul. And but on the other hand, Paul always said, if it doesn't make the album, you, it's useless. Yeah. And that's like you know, like Sword and Stone, the best yeah. song that wasn't on Kiss crazy night sure it's never like said we should use that one it didn't make the album then it's worthless <laughs> right. uh, i don't agree with him at all right you know time changes you can change up things but but i think that uh, i i don't think paul liked that album i think he, he gene went you know without talking to paul and paul uh, always try to keep Kiss his main thing through the 80s and he had a hard time getting Gene on board for a few years there oh, yeah. and this is where Gene was kind of you know off but um, I wouldn't say I loved the album or anything but I would have loved that if they used a couple of the, of, of, of the songs like Kiss album yeah. Yeah. and I'm sorry that you know this this didn't have help Wendy Williams at all. Uh, she had a few more years, and then I think he went out in the woods and shot her head off, or or something. I don't know what the story is. Yeah, I think yeah. she did. That. I think she she went off in the woods and shot her head off, so she wasn't very happy. Obviously. So yes. Oh, that's a sad ending to that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was definitely. Uh, you know, a performer—that's for sure. Um, he was a performer, but uh, 
She might have. Uh, she took it far. She had some no. demons, I think. Yeah, she had yeah. demons. It was pretty clear when yeah. you saw her yeah. performance. Yeah. All right. This is my turn to pick a subject. Your turn. Go for yeah. it. I'll just pick one that wasn't on the board, but I've always won. Ken, where are you from? You're from. I'm from the United States. Yeah, I know that. California, or right yeah, now? I wasn't born here, but uh, um, but um, I've lived in California for uh, what forty years. You have now. like nice weather. Yeah, it's pretty year. good. Pretty good. Pretty good weather. Uh, right, you know, it can get pretty hot in the summer, and it gets rainy, you know, in the in the winter. So, it's but it's not bad. You bastard! <laughs> it's not unbearable. Living here up in the north of Sweden, uh, we we come now. Autumn is starting, and uh, then we we're looking forward to snow for a, yeah, yeah, six seven months. So wow. yeah, but 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 so you're from California, uh, and you might know some. Of the podcasters that you watch, because I think you watch a few podcasts. Oh, yeah, I do. You? Yeah, I do watch and yep, listen yep. to. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Listen to. Yeah, you might say that. Listen to a few podcasts, but then, then I wonder who is your favorite podcaster? And you can't see, you can't say anyone in the Kiss FAQ <laughs> podcast. You have to pick someone else. You can't say, oh, it's the boss. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The boss. Um, uh, yeah, I listened to a few other uh, Kiss, po- uh, a number of, not just Kiss, but some of those. You know, I listen to Decibel Geek. I listen to. Uh, yeah, that's like all said, Podca- Kiss podcast. Yeah, podcast Rock City. Like I said, um, uh, I do listen to the Three Sides of the Coin, um, but you know, it, it's 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 tough. I want a name here, night. It's tough. I'm just gonna go with uh, you know I'll just go with, with podcast Rock City. I mean then you got you know the podcast with the name with, of the guy. So you know I, I enjoy who I enjoy and who's probably the who's known as the Godfather is you know uh, Ken Mills of of uh, the podcast. He's he's very very good guy and uh, he's been doing this a long time. He's kind of the guy that started a lot of the you know the podcasting for Kiss. Um, and then he's, you know, branched off and he has his, they have their podcast Rock City. They got the, uh, history science theater was going on and, um, and that sort of thing. I mean, I, I enjoy him. I enjoy his, his humor and, uh, you know, his impressions of Gene Simmons and, and other impressions, you know, he's, he's done. So, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go. Ken Mills is the guy. You know, my pick is, have you listened to Pot of Thunder? Oh yeah, yeah. That's another one I listen to. Uh, you know, like every Monday, uh, I usually listen to. That's it. the only one I follow. You know, like on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, it's simply because one of the guys is so funny. Oh yeah. I like one. Of, one of I think it's is it is it is is Chris? I think it's Chris. yeah, it's Chris. He he has that well, he has to... that tone the tone in his he has, voice. He has a... Yeah, he has the tone in his voice. He has the edge. Uh, I think it's like two brothers and Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah he's... Two brothers are all right, but they don't have the edge. Chris, he, he, he doesn't give a damn. 
is no. tells it like it is. <laughs> he has humor, yeah. and I don't know if if it has a lot of insight, but, but it's entertaining. So yeah. I, you just have to skip the first half hour of the podcast, and then you, the song starts, and you can start listening to Puddle Thunder. But but that guy, I think, he's entertaining, and he likes Kiss, and um, he has no one that tells him what to do. He sometimes he's like going overboard almost, and uh, <laughs> and you know like this song, F. King sucks, and he's uh, telling it like it is, and that's I think the positive thing with podcasts. You don't have anyone, you know, above yourself that tells you what to think, and you can tell it like it is, sure. and that's why I enjoy podcasts. The problem is when you start making a name of yourself, you know, when you when you have to think, <laughs> can I say this, or do oh, I yeah. have to? Sh- you could code it, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And then you start to see this doesn't really work. You need to have people that can speak their mind, tell like it is, and they shouldn't well, hesitate. Yeah, well, we, we don't... Chris is manga. I like that one. We don't have to worry about that, Daniel. We have not made a name for us. No, 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 no. <laughs> we can say how it is. And yeah. by the way, I need two minutes, you know. So... If you okay. can do something interesting now, I have to go to the loo. That's cool. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go into a subject, one of the subjects then, right now. <laughs> well, Daniel's going to read uh, his, you know, Strike magazine now and and uh, Firehouse magazine from the past. <laughs> At this moment, we'll continue. Uh, I'll continue with the list. Uh, another one. Uh, uh, Someone was asking about the, uh, um, you know, kiss, kiss lies. Uh, there's a couple of people about lies that kiss, you know, have told over the past or inadvertently, I guess, lied. Um, there's a lot. Of, <laughs> I guess you could say there's a lot of lies out there. Um, for instance, you know, one of them are if you go back to the 70s uh, when Kiss was recording maybe uh, you know Love Gun uh, maybe it started about that point uh, or even actually let's go back to Destroyer um, where you know you get the album it says Gene Gene Ace Peter Paul uh, on the liner and it and you what you see is uh, or what you think who's playing on the guitar you know is going to be ace or paul um as you know as rhythm or lead guitar but then years later they decide to tell us like oh yeah well wait a minute uh, there's there was someone else on that lead guitar you know sweet pain is you know someone else and uh, then if you go into to love gun um where they've traded instruments um and then you go to uh, even after that, where you have Kiss Alive 2, uh, Bob Kulik is playing lead guitar on some stuff there, too. So I don't like the fact that they made it sound like they're the monkeys or the Beatles or something where the fantasy world where they live all together in the same house, they get all together. 
you know, they get along. Um, I mean, I guess it is a fantasy. Uh, I would like to know just who played on what. You know, a lot of artists, they'll list every darn person who played whatever instrument on their liner notes within the albums. And uh, it's all, you know, that's what I want to see. I don't care if Ace didn't play guitar on one song. That's fine. It's I just find it interesting. Okay, well, why didn't he play on that? But, you know, that's, that's another subject. Um, so that's one of the lies, kind of lies that I don't like. The other lies is like, uh, you know, ulterior motive, like, or even when they say, you know, uh, we fired Ace or we, or, you know, or Peter Chris left, right? But they really got rid of yeah. him, you know, um, they brought him out. because of his, he was just not there you know he's just, just too too many substances at the time um so those kind of lies and the lies he's like oh we'd never get back together and i i don't believe that i think they always had it in their mind that they wanted yeah. to you know do the reunion so those are some of the kind of lies that you know they don't need to do that just freaking tell the truth and well i, I can understand I, I understand to some extent you know they always put the current band, you know, at the front, and then they don't care about anything else. So if they're doing an unplugged show with Bruce and Eric, they say, this is the band, we don't think about anything else. Because if they would have said, well, we're doing an unplugged sure. show here, but, but, but maybe we're doing a reunion next year, boys. <laughs> no one would care about, you know, the current band. So well, that's true. Understand them just to some extent. You you can't you can't like, well we'll bring Ace back around so then no one would care about Tommy. Sure. So, so you have to to push the current uh, band, you know, and. That's yeah, but what do you think about with them not telling you, you know, who played on what? Like even let's let's just go to this one, and this is this is an easy one for you, you know, uh, uh, Psycho Circus. That was a bad one. Okay. You could hear that was really bad. I don't know what happened there because it was such an opportunity, you know. Oh uh, yeah, it's a huge opportunity. I think it was uh, in third place on the Billboard, but uh, it yeah. felt like a mishmash of Gene and Paul demos, you know. Hmm. And you okay, one ace track. <laughs> they didn't do it the right way. It was such an opportunity. I remember this. You know, you saw, I was to, uh, I, I attended a few uh, reunion shows, and you felt the bus, people were there. Yeah. I mean, I watched two shows in Stockholm, 35,000 each night. You know, it was like crazy. Everywhere you went around the city, people were dressed up as Kiss. Right, yeah. It was like, this is like, the newspaper, the first Newspapers, the biggest newspapers in Sweden, first page, Kiss. Uh, it was like people were expecting a second moon landing or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and then huge. they didn't capitalize on it. And w my next, next subject is on that because they missed mm -hmm. out on this opportunity big time. Uh, they should have done more about the, uh, 98. Was uh, Psycho Circus released in 98, I think? Yes, was it? 98, yeah. Uh, 
that was a bit late. I think they should have. Well, I thought. Yeah, well, yeah. They toured, they toured from 96 to 97, but they should have started building on the bus earlier than that. And they tried, but they failed miserably yeah. releasing some strange stuff. And uh, I have a question about that later on. But, 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 um, but um, yeah. Psycho Circus was a strange record. It didn't feel like a Kiss album. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I liked the Paul songs, but it was classic, you know, like 80s Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good songs, but you didn't feel the 70s vibe. No, no, not at all. Sometimes, if they would have released Sonic Boom back in 98, that would, you been would have a Ace, bit better Ace of, with Ace and Peter. That one have been number one I promise you number one on the billboard easily easily (laughs) easily you would have a hit but I know Psycho Circus is like a mishmash of you know depth alright so your next subject what's what do you got for the next topic okay Uh, I have a few ones here Uh, let's see (laughs) okay we'll pick this one uh, this one was uh, it was a guy his name is Golan Paul or something okay. and he had a subject called the best show of the non-makeup era Ken best show so best live show yeah, best the, live show yeah. of the non-makeup so from lick it up to revenge or convention tour if you like that or South American tour yeah, yeah 92 well, to that, 95 that, Best that I yeah, best that I no, saw. No, no, not that you yeah you saw quite a few, but uh, maybe you have seen something uh, you know like on YouTube or or. That well, you think... I, I'm I'm just gonna go with uh, you know it, it's <laughs> it's 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 kind of tough uh, if it's if you're talking arena then. Or, you know, or I'm, like not, a, I'm just like the one you like the most. Yeah. Your favorite, you know, like non makeup kiss show. Like if you had a friend over, I would say it's a like, well, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I would have to go with a hot in the shade show. Um, I know there's the no, I won. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Hot in the shade <laughs> show. Uh, I mean, it's the Detroit one, but I saw the if I go if the one I saw. Which was out here, um, actually not far from here, um, and I saw that one and I thought, wow, this is, you know, this is so good. Uh, it was so, so much better than uh, Crazy Nights. Crazy Nights. I mean, Crazy Nights was a, such a total letdown. I, I was, I was like, oh man, don't you know, screw it up again on me. Um, but they played a super long set. They had a great stage, you know, oh, Leon, yeah. Leon, One of the best. right? Leon Sphinx. Should be called Michael the Sphinx because yeah, that Michael was Sphinx. the better boxer of the could, I mean, yeah, they could put, you know, Muhammad Ali or something, but no, that wouldn't work. So, uh, but Leon Sphinx, yeah, that, that, that stage was great. It moved, uh, you know, the mouth opened, they came out of it, the laser lights, that was the first yeah. I want to say it's the first time they really used it at least lights more than ever. Right. Um, 
and again the the long set and the fact that you know like they start they, yeah the set list they started with i stole your love i believe uh as a leadoff yeah. song what a what a like, i stole your love and deuce the best it's like i hadn't heard that song so, you know it's like i couldn't believe i was hearing you know that they were playing that song and then some of the other songs they look cool they look, cool. They look good look, they kind of were kind of getting bent into the proper look they lost the uh uh the rouge makeup up and the lipstick <laughs> that kind of stuff um they were looking like normal rockers uh so that that's the show and uh yeah i'll watch it on i'll watch it on kissology um and i just love it even you know uh even even though eric carcello was I'll, fantastic too so. it was fantastic but, but i even like the first detroit show more because i think that was that was a, a good show as well and in my opinion for me is it is also the hot and shade tour you know sure. and the detroit shows both of them were great the one thing about the first show was gene actually screamed in fits like a glove and that's very <laughs> seldom he does your, and your that favorite makes song. my day <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah i like that one you know, I'm the only one in this Kiss FAQ podcast that actually likes Fish Like. I like the song. I like the song. I don't <laughs> dislike it. Not as much. As I but I, I heard it so many times live in the mid '80s uh, that I got, kind of got tired of it. That's the only reason. Uh, okay, uh, but uh, you know, the Detroit, the first and the second shows, to me, that those two are the best non-makeup shows that Kiss ever did. So if you're a new Kiss fan or something, I think both those shows are available uh, if you go to YouTube. So go and watch those two great shows. Great. Just the energy and everything. And that's something I think people don't speak mm, enough about, you know. The, the energy, the energy Kiss got when they remove the platform boots well they know? could really move around yeah they could really move around and you see it paul was all over from the stage. and all the way up to 92 they really moved around and jumped and round kicks and splits and everything they paul never did a round kick in the boots in the 70s <laughs> no it probably you know? would have his hip <laughs> would have been dislocated I think if he did that. They actually were later on, but well, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but, <laughs> but the rap kick and and the splits he did in the 80s and early 90s, it was kind of, it was like, um, what's the guy that sang in Van Halen? Um, yeah, David Lee Roth. He was copying David that Lee more Roth. or less. Yeah. It was David Lee Roth with a guitar. I mean, true. Paul Stanley. That's a good. If you compare Paul Stanley to anyone in the world that is playing a guitar simultaneously. I mean, Paul Stanley is number one when it comes to moving around yes. with a guitar. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that, unfortunately. Nope. Yeah. That was his main thing. He was a great live performer mm -hmm. for decades. And now he just looks good. Yeah. He still, he still looks he, he can't do the all those moves anymore. It's it was a long time ago. I saw him doing a you know 180 kit or 360 spin around or something. Yeah, but uh, he looks good. I mean, if oh, yeah. if we look like that, yeah, when was that he born? Age? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, so talking age now, where are you in the Kiss age? I'm like Paul Stanley Revenge era. Uh, what am I? Paul Stanley Revenge era? I'm like hey, Paul Stanley, uh... <laughs> I'm like Paul Stanley, uh... Let's see, let me think. How old is he? He's uh, 67? He's 67? 52, what's that? 65, 66? All right. So, all right. So, uh, it's probably in like, uh, I'm like Paul in, you know, Sonic Boom era, <laughs> roughly. I don't know. I guess you could Sonic say. Sonic Boom, Paul. Or a little earlier than Sonic Boom, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe somewhere around there. But, yeah. <laughs> that would How's be your mathematics, Tim? It's not very good right now. <laughs> I usually use Excel spreadsheets, so I, but I don't want to launch it, you know, to do my math. Um, now it's your turn to pick a subject. <laughs> my subject. Um, and here's one that uh, could be uh, interesting. Um, boy, how do you see, uh, I saw this one, uh, Eras, the Eras of Kiss. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, there's a There's a post out there about the eras well how do you view the different eras of kiss so meaning some people view them like uh 70 you know kiss 73 to uh 70 79 79 which would be kind of that that group but some people do it in groups of albums some people do it in member changes like ah, uh how, how do you see uh, the eras of Kiss. Yeah. Or is it like makeup versus not makeup? Yeah. And... Yes, off the top of my head, I'd say like the beginning to 70. You know, from the beginning to 77, I would say, is the golden era. Okay. Yeah. When we were still progressing towards something golden or classic the, yeah. yeah the decline started in 78 uh, so i would say 78 to 80 is like coming down from the high you know we're already done the the greatest albums of our career yeah. now we're starting to go down yeah and then i'd say 79 is the big letdown for me. I never liked the Dynasty. Oh, really? No, no, no. I didn't like it. You know, Ace did a few good songs and Magic Touch. And I kind of like Charisma, but it was, you know, going from Destroyer and Love Gun to Dynasty. Um, the, the, it's too, what do you say, too much pop for me. I still enjoy charisma. Uh, oh, save, love that. Save your love is that on Dynasty? Yeah, is it? yeah. Save, save your love, love yeah. is on it. Mm -hmm. Save your love and heart. Uh, heart times. Is heart that times. Dynasty? Yeah. So it's starting to become what the heck? Ace. The Ace Show is doing the the, <laughs> the best songs, and Paul is starting to drop off. And Gene has one one song that is good. And then you have like from 79 to 81 you have an, those albums 
to be honest, I never listened to Dynasty, Unmasked, and The Elder. I never listened to those albums. That's like wait a minute, you never listened to them before. I have listened to them, but nowadays, yeah, I never listen to them. I never listen to those oh, albums. Really? I never put on The Elder and listen to it from track one to last one. I never put on Unmasked okay. from the first one and Dynasty. No, no way. And I remember when I was a kid, mm -hmm. we were a few Kiss fans back then, and you know we got into Kiss in the mid '80s, and our height of Kiss stereo, I guess, was somewhere around Revenge. Mm -hmm. And then we bought all the old albums, and one of the guys told me, "What the hell is it about the old Kiss albums?" I said, well, "What do you mean?" Well. There has to be something. They are like new kids on the block. They don't have any good songs, but they were popular. I still remember that. Oh, today. no. You wow. know, do new kids on the block. Step by step, ooh, baby, gonna get to you, girl. That was <laughs> kids on the block. So okay. that was a comparison. It was a bit harsh, but wow. some extent it was okay to me. So... From 79 to 81 is the big downfall for me. Okay, and then yeah. the resurgence starts. You know, creatures to maybe lick it up. It's not a long uh, era, but that was the resurgence. They started oh, yeah. to create great tracks again. Uh, they started the bus. They got popular again. And then, unfortunately, unfortunately, Gene sabotaged everything <laughs> because to me, Animalized is a great album if you split it. You know, the Paul Stanley tracks mm -hmm. I love actually all of his tracks. Maybe you gotta get all you can take, not that good, but That's the other true. ones, great. And then the Gene songs, also they are awful, you know. Yeah, put the log in the you know, that's all fireplace, thing. yeah. Uh, and then Asylum. Through. To me, that's a. To me, it's a great album, but I can understand why people don't like it. The production is, you know, so so. Mm -hmm. uh, even though I still enjoy that album a lot, they started to decline, and then Crazy Nights. <laughs> yeah. They tried to be like Def Leppard or something, but failed miserably. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and that's the end of that era. Then they sort of think, well, we have to get back to basis. So they they did Hot in the Shade, a mishmash of demos. It didn't re really make a lot of sense, but there were a few high points. You know, they were they had a good a few good tracks, and they started to get back on track. Then you had Revenge, which is, in my mind, the best sounding Kiss uh, Kiss album of all time. Hmm. Okay. To, to this Good. day, 25 years later, it sounds great. And then things kind of started to change. And then when that era ends, the rest is like nostalgia. Okay. And nostalgia. Yeah. To some extent. With a to few high points. Yeah. I think they had a, one or two good tracks on... Uh, I kind of liked um, Sonic Boom. Mm -hmm. They had a focus. They had they had a goal. They tried to sound like they did back in the day and succeeded Somewhat. to some extent. 
Yep. Monster, I, I, I really, I, I didn't get that one, really. I, I didn't like that one. Uh, hell or hell, hell or hallelujah. Hallelu- Decent track, but uh, I didn't get that one. So, so that's the way I think about Kiss. Okay. What about you, Ken? Yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. I, <laughs> Off the back this. Yeah, I look at it like, um, you know, the whole, uh, I guess I go more like by the members kind of thing, eras of things, uh, how I look at them where, you know, Ace Gene, Peter Paul. Um, oh, Anton Fig. Anton Fig, yeah, through uh, Dynasty. Because, you know, Dynasty is, yeah, mostly Anton Fig on there. The, Peter Chris did the one. Uh, his Dirty Living song, he drummed on that, and then he was on the tour, uh, which he then tried to sabotage kind of at the end of that tour, uh, the, which led to his demise, I guess. Uh, and then here's another live for you, right? That about the drumming, and then the Unmasked, where Anton Fig is drumming the whole thing, but whose picture's on it? Peter Chris, his name's on the you know notes or whatever, Peter Chris drums. I mean, or whatever, and it's like, come on, you know, they, they didn't have to do that crap, you know, but anyway, uh, so then I, you got the uh, Ace, uh, Eric Carr with Gene and Paul era, uh, which didn't last long enough, that, that would have been a good, yeah, that was a good, I would era. have liked if, to have seen that yeah, yeah, continue onward, yeah. Um, but then they got to, you know, that, that ran through the elder and then, then Ace was gone. He had enough. He said he thought he was probably going to kill himself or whatever if he stayed in the band. Uh, Yeah. He was doing his drinking and stuff. So. But, uh, out of control. Have you heard the demo for out of control? Did he do the demo for Dynasty or Unmasked, Chris? I don't know if I've heard the demo for Out of Control. I, I mean, I had. It's a control. great demo, you know. It sounds great. It's a lot better than the the songs he did for Dynasty and Unmasked. I mean, I, I don't know, but uh, some of you guys out there might know that should be should have been on those albums. But I guess that was a big problem for Ace and Pete. You know, yeah. they got like too few. They could have bring good songs to the table, and and. Uh, Gene and Paul voted them out, so I understand why they left. They didn't feel like they had no no yeah. say in the band. Yeah. So yeah, I should probably go out and look for that one and listen to it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. Um, so after that, you know, we know everyone knows the eras uh, as far as member changes. Um, then you get you know, well, the short era of Mark St. John in there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Why, we have Vinnie Vincent, and then Why? yeah, Mark St. John after Vinnie Vincent, um, and then we get Bruce, which you know lasted for quite a while, which was great. We finally had something stable, um, and Kiss until you know then Eric Carter, had, you know his death, and Eric Singer um, coming in. So yeah, that's how I'm looking at. It. Everyone knows the history. Um, I don't want to go any more into this this subject um, but Ken what about why do you think they hired Mark St. John they hired him they wanted someone uh, 
some super speedy guitar player like because Eddie Van Halen started the whole thing and then everyone was coming out of the woodworks doing Randy Rhodes uh, all these guys that could just just you know blister you know just the, the yeah but board. there had to be lots of them yeah yeah and strange looking guys they could have gotten they should have cocaine habits they should they got lazy at this point you know that's probably the whole band i mean gene simmons got lazy he he went out and did his other stuff paul stanley didn't want to deal with probably bringing in a whole bunch of guys to audition um because he wasn't going to have gene there to help him to you know say okay yeah what do you think of this guy this guy pretty good you know they could then have a consensus of whether who the guitarist is yeah well i'm just going to call this guy of this guitar company charvel whatever it is uh and not the uh i forget the the guitar company uh, right now but they talked to some guy yeah this guy's pretty BC good rich or... B, it was one of those uh bc rich or whoever and he, and they say oh yeah we we know this good guitar he's really you know they probably asked for i need someone who's going to play really fast and stuff but without Did knowing they even that the guy we... can has any melodic sense he maybe have written some song but it has a melodic sense to playing guitar yeah. solos within a song that's a key thing right there um so they gave him i guess i think he was the, like the only choice like yeah yeah i can play i can play faster than anybody else um okay you're hired i mean yeah it's just crazy so and then okay. paul and Tess, now when we perform live <laughs> what the hell are you doing yeah wouldn't do that paul uh, has to kind of put the pull or try to pull the reins on him within the uh animalized sessions because he's just going crazy too crazy and paul's having to say hey i this I don't no, know I need meant... you to do it like this. Uh, slow it down. Try to do it this way. You know, it's like do it again. I don't remember what I did. So anyway, that 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 whole thing is just that's so strange. But I think you hit the nail on the head there. That they, they, they got lazy. That that's the main problem. It was lazy. Got... It was yeah, lazy. Yeah, it's lazy pick. They should have picked someone else because uh, uh, it wasn't a good pick. Animalized uh, to me was a lazy there's album. A, there's a Swedish reporter called Anders Tegner, and he actually he, he wrote for a paper called OK. It's mm -hmm. kind of big Kiss World. They, they released a lot of great Kiss articles on, and they had a good a lot of good Kiss photo sessions. And he actually visited Mark St. John after he left Kiss, and Oops. according to him, he found. A lot of lots of cocaine mm. and child porn at Mark St. John's place. Oh so God. this guy was not a you know a good pick. That's a new revelation uh, that I haven't heard before. So you're hearing uh, it for, here first, uh, folks. From <laughs> maybe we should uh, get him on the podcast. He has a lot of information. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't. He's a hard rock Let's... journalist. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we may you may be stirring up some controversy here now, Daniel. So I forgot to switch uh, to your next subject. Yeah, my next subject. Okay, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of this. You know, I only get this chance like once a month to speak about Kiss. So I'm really pumped up with this one. You know, uh, let's see. Uh, 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 let's pick this one. Uh, okay, 
There's a guy called Lord71 on the board, mm -hmm. and he posted uh, something called Street Legal. Oh, Street Legal. And that's a yeah. yeah, sorry about the presentation. Legal. Street Legal. Yeah. Street Legal, of okay. course. Street Legal. Yeah. And so I was wondering, Ken, can you name your three favorite KISS demos that <laughs> never was that never were released. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, well, so one is the original It's My Life yeah. demo. Because uh, I don't count I don't count the box set It's My Life, which was recorded during Psycho Circus to be real thing. That wasn't the original. Uh, that was just a, a too polished, you know, what they call polished turd or whatever you want to call it, but it's 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 just no good. Uh, so it's my life, the original demo, um, and then uh, you know another one I like a lot is Smoke. Yeah. Smoke. Uh, I, I, you know I that should have been. They should have. I mean, God they that. maybe could have done a little bit more to to fix it here and there, but it, it's pretty much a good complete song. I think that should have been on an album. Definitely. Right. Um, I'm trying to see a, th a third one. Uh, I know there's there's several out there. I'm just trying to think of a third. What was that? Another one. Um, I want to say there was a Gene, one, another Gene one, but uh, or Paul, but uh, I I can't. Come on, Gene. I, I can't. <laughs> Ken, 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 come on now, Ken. I okay. can't, I can't I, think I of can all the names my, offhand of the demos because I don't listen to them enough. And I picked three ones. My first one. Yeah, go ahead. Smoke, smoke, of course. Okay, there you go. What a great, what a great song. Uh, the second one is Sword and Stone. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Never, I, th I guess it was was uh, Ron Everson's fault because he picked Bang Bang You over Sword and Stone. It's just incredibly stupid oh yeah you had a few other stinkers on that album as well but yeah sorry so no we, we won't that's that could have been a big hit in my mind um so smoke sword and stone and i don't know can can you go to the warrior demos oh yeah i mean that would be of any Vincent. Because that pre that was before Creatures of Night were weren't the Warrior demos like in eighty one like something like that. Right. Uh, pick any one of the unreleased Vinnie Vincent songs on that one. You have quite a few great songs on that one. So I'd I'd pick Sword of Stone, uh, Smoke and one of Vinnie Vincent's tracks on the Warrior demo. That's that would have been a great song, great album, the Warrior demos. And uh, Vinnie actually was a great singer. You never got to hear that. I never heard his backing tracks on any of the live shows. Even. Uh, um, Can, did, yeah. Did you get a Did you get a feel for his backing vocals? Uh, uh Vinnie. Yeah. I never. Uh, I, I've I've heard some 
lead vocals, I think. Uh, I think he has a decent... He can sing. He has a decent, you, he but, a decent if voice. You, if, if you watch, like, uh, Kiss in uh, Brazil in 83, I can't even... I, I can't make out his it's vocals. It's hard to hear. It's maybe softer. Um, if, if, if you... If you Listen to some of the bootlegs from the Creatures uh, uh, period. I can't hear his vocals there either. So, yeah. unfortunately, um, he was a great, or he is a great singer, but, but, but you can't hear it really in the Kiss music. And on the albums, you, I can't hear it on Lick It Up. Do you hear Vinnie Vincent on Lick It Up? I don't I, think so. It's, it's, it's just the way it's... Uh, the back, yeah. the gang vocals are recorded. It's kind of difficult, you know, um, to it's pinpoint certain people. Sometimes uh, you can hear, you know, you know, Gene and stuff, but um, or Paul, but it's harder when you the other guys to identify it's them. That's so unfortunate that Vinny wasn't able to fit the band better because, you know, Bruce he he couldn't sing a lick. He can't sing a lick, you know. Even though he tried, he's not a lead time. singer. No, no, not he's a not lead a lead singer. singer. No, he's not, he's not even a backup. Singer, you know. <laughs> but I don't want to be. Uh, yeah. He is not a backup singer. Uh, if you compare him to Vinny, if you if you listen to the Warrior demos and what what Vinny did there, mm -hmm. I'm surprised you didn't you know take notice of him more. Uh, in the live well, those, setting, the Warriors. Uh, speaking of Warrior, that you know, you know that CD's coming out, right? Uh, uh, which is, I think, the Warrior demos. The whole, you know, it's coming out in September. Comes out in September. It's on. You can get it on Amazon or whatever. Uh, I ordered it, so uh, okay. we'll see what this That's a is. Show. So. In the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. Okay, uh, Ken. It's your turn. Yeah. Well, I'll do. I'll do one more subject from mine because uh, we're getting close, maybe to the end here. Uh, you know, it'll give you one more after me, and then we'll we'll call it. <laughs> um, there's another one that uh, the current about that someone left about. What do you think about the current state of Kiss? and what's left to accomplish you know um so the current state of kiss right now and i think i mentioned it last week on our show it was your last week or the week before um that right now the current state of kiss itself uh, the band is kind of just kind of running on i don't know what i want to say running on fumes but it's it's in cruise control right um they're not doing anything extra you got your normal of course kiss cruise every year once a year but they're just doing these spot shows there's nothing new that came out new music uh or new let's say even dvd you know live stuff um it's just we just had the greatest hits kiss world package on cd um so Right now, the current state of KISS is kind of just going along. Nothing's happening. I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm like, it's too quiet. It's like a, maybe it's a quiet before a storm. I'm hoping that 
that 2018 is a, a big deal. Maybe they record an album. It's going to come out in 18. And then, then they tour in the spring or summer uh, to, you know, promote it. I know that, they, you know, albums don't sell well, but it will create interest in the band. Um, so otherwise, whatever, what, what else is left to accomplish? Maybe if they can do that next album, maybe they can get a number one album. That's, a, I guess, an accomplishment. Um, and the other thing of the accomplishment would be to, you know, to do, go out on a, on a high note kind of thing, you know, they're, they're getting close to the end. So go out on a high note with a big, with all the family there, you know, as they say, the Kiss family, living members and hopefully get them all together. And also, all these guys are coming out of the woodwork. I mean, Peter came out this year. Uh, who hadn't been doing anything? Vinny's now seems like he's gonna come out. Wait, we just have to say that Peter did, did a phenomenal job. I, I was very impressed. Oh yes, by his performance. His show, yeah. <laughs> he's saying like a god. Saying great. Know? He has always had. He, a, he looks a like a good voice, man, but he sang like a fucking god. <laughs> and uh, it great. I mean, you know, stepping around. He didn't do any splits like Paul Stanley, but. Uh, it sounded great and that was the most important thing and I uh, think it was a great way to end things for Peter yeah so a current so I mean like I said the, the I don't know what else do they have left to accomplish really not too much left they've pretty much accomplished about everything but they just need to accomplish their how to how to go out go out on go out in style on a high note somehow uh, that's the accomplishment I don't want them just to peter out no pun intended on the name Peter but uh, you know and just it just kind of fizzle out and that's it it's just it's over no we need something big to end it you know a celebration of the whole career starting from the beginning all the you know errors of kiss um, and go out on a high note so that's that's what I feel about that. I'm with you on that one. I think they should uh, focus on doing something in Madison Square Garden. No, sure. You know? Yeah, that's one Ending of things in Madison Square Garden or, I don't know, in like Detroit. Are like there in the arenas Park. left in Detroit, yeah. the, the, yeah. you know, the ghost town? New York. But, but somewhere, New York or Detroit or something. Detroit would be big good, and an easy way would be to, you know, bring in the old guys, you know. Everyone would go crazy if they put, you know, like Ace or Bruce, even Bruce. Bruce yeah. is starting to get Oh, definitely. He's Bruce. got some sort of reputation. People miss Bruce, you know. Yeah. He was such a uh, solid guy He's a during great guy. such a long time. You know, listening back to the time when... Bruce played in the band. You, it's hard to find a Bruce Kulick solo that sounds, you know, like uh, a messed up Ace Frehley solo. You know, <laughs> Bruce always nailed it. Oh yeah, uh, he's solid. It was, to, to be frank, it was kind of boring on stage, but he always nailed the solos. He did his part. He played everything almost perfectly, every show, all the time. Yeah. And he was um, perfect for the band. He didn't go against 
Gina Paul a single time. Uh, they must have loved to have Bruce in the band because he was such a loyal the guy. Team player. Yeah, it was a team player. That's to some extent it's kind of unfortunate because Paul and Ian could do anything they wanted. You would like to have a mix between Bruce and Vinny, somewhere in between, someone who could, you yeah. know, yeah. push them a little bit and still being loyal, you know? Right. Bruce was like, I'll do anything you want to do. Vinny was, ah, I want to do my stuff. So somewhere in between would have been the perfect guy. But yeah. that guy never showed up, you know? No. But, uh, yeah. Okay. All right, let's do one more from your list, and we'll list. call it. Okay. <laughs> we we talked a little bit about uh, you know the reunion era. You remember it well, don't you? You know. Reunion. How many shows? How many shows did you watch? In the reunion era, I went to one show. One. Yep. And you're from America, you. Well, they were going to come back. They were going to come back on the Lost Cities part, and then they. Uh, and they were gonna play at the Cow Palace for that okay. second time around, but so, they didn't. They didn't come. Uh, but I didn't travel anywhere. I I went to San Jose and saw them there on a reunion tour. Um, I, I I didn't even have great seats, and I got my tickets fast. It's like I've always had easily gotten you know good seats or good tickets, and then all of a sudden this show people came out of the woodwork and you know yeah got tickets up um it, it was the reunion era was cool and it was i was i was so happy to have them back in makeup i thought it was a cool thing um i didn't like the fact that they didn't back it up with new music right then and there and which we talked about too um i would have i would have liked them to record an album and then hit the reunion um, yeah, but that, fashion, that, that, but that brings us to the question. Okay. I saw them two nights at the reunion tour. Um, I really was a fan of the pre-reunion tour. So sure. I, oh, yeah. I thought Me too. Peter was kind of sloppy. Ace was kind of sloppy. Yeah. But I understood that this was the only card they could play to stay alive. No pun intended. That's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they started the reunion tour. It was a gr huge success. And then they started to think, we need to re release something. And then this guy named John Kiss, 1974, he had uh, a subject on the board, and it was like this. Instead of the You Wanted the Best album in 1996, Kiss should have dot 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 yes so they yeah yeah give they, him the answer Ken oh yeah well I can tell you this right away I mean and I always thought this is they should have uh, announced that they're getting back together which I did on the Grammys but then they should have recorded let's go out and and make an album just the four of us like we did in the old days let's have Eddie Kramer produce it uh, and then and then it just you know put it out fast you know don't think overthink the music just get in there make it more raw you know loose and 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 put it out uh put it out after the the, the same day that they 
open the tour in Detroit. Detroit. You release Tiger Stadium. You release the album June that same 20th. day. You're already selling tickets for the for the tour, so that's probably most of them are going to be already sold out anyway. Whether the album turns out to be good or bad, it's not probably not going to be horrible, like uh, Psycho Circus. Um, so it's probably going to be better than that if they do it right. Release it the same day. That's the way to do it. Who cares about that? You wanted to be, that was a why they waste the time re-record stuff there when they can re-record it a new music. What the heck? There's no reason for that. Just put out a new record at that time. Fucking Ken, you got it. That's the correct answer. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. I, I got it right. I have not, do I, I have win anything for that? <laughs> Perfect. If they have, would have done that, things would might have uh, turned another way. They should just you know, listen to me. You know? But you know, yeah, Ken, you should have been an advisor back then for Kiss. Yeah, um, you're right. You, yeah. But you want the best. Then they released greatest, greatest kiss. Greatest kiss, yeah, yeah. Back to lazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess a lot of you were, they had a lot to do, but they should have done things a little bit differently. And um, you know, if they released an album back in '96 instead of '98, they would have uh, received the number one place in the billboards. You know. Yeah. Problem. All right. Well, cool. All right. So we didn't. Yeah, that's it. It went fast. Um, but I want to thank the listeners or the board members too. That the guys that there's a lot of subjects uh, that we could have yeah. covered, and it takes it takes time to go over each one but, of but these. But I like I, I like this when we can get talk about the this. board members included in the conversation yeah you know, and, we're, we're all board members i don't know why i would like more of you members on the board to get involved in the podcast because anyone can join us you know yeah new name it's great exactly you know, and you might even have english as your first language it's so easy <laughs> i have to think you know all the time what to say <laughs> this is my second language you know, if this would have been in Swedish, I would have been great. But today, I'm just, you know, like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like like Daniel says, you know, if you have things you want us to talk about, uh, whether it be albums, eras, whatever subject regarding KISS and the off, offshoot of KISS, uh, information that's out there, um, uh, subjects that we go over, I know we've covered a lot of things, but there's always something we haven't talked about or maybe gone thoroughly through. So we, we know anything you want, just put it out on the board and, you know, we read it. We read the board. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. All right. So uh, hopefully this episode will, will go up uh, soon because... Otherwise, we had a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or if, if Julian doesn't like it, he won't put it out there for people to see. But hopefully, he will. I'm sure he will. Um, but right now, podcast. They're, they're having a good time out there in the in Nashville. But I, uh, I think he's going to get it out there. So anyway, I want to thank all the people of the board and other users who uh, out there who are watching us on YouTube and on the other Spreaker and iTunes and all the different outlets that we 
this show is available. So we want to thank you again for for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the Kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.